T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Okay, so a bit of breaking news. Jesse Pagola has filed a piece with the Players' Tribune saying, I want to talk to you about my mom. Of course, we knew Kim was in the hospital, had a medical thing. We, and it's been very quiet in what has happened. Um, we've all retweeted it. You can check it out. There's, it's a lengthy story. It actually, it, 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 I'm still halfway through it about how Kim is out of the ICU at this point in, the sto- in her, her writing of this, but that it was cardiac arrest. I mean, it'll... It'll be impossible not to have parallels. Think of oh, Demar Hamlin, yeah, right. cardiac arrest, and trying to revive her, and they saved her life. And wow. how will how will she be mentally? All of these things that we went through with Demar Hamlin. Yeah, this is what the Pagulas apparently had been, had been going through with Kim. Uh, yeah, I, hadn't, I haven't even had a chance to look at it, so I'll let you digest all of it and let me know. Here's just real quick. My mom is still in recovery, although it's the same answer every time someone asks. It's true. She's improving every day. She's dealing with significant expressive aphasia, memory issues. She can read, write, and understand well. She has trouble finding the words to respond. Hard to deal with, and it takes a lot of patience to communicate. But I thank God every day we can still communicate with her at all. The doctors continue to be blown away by her recovery, considering where she started, and her determination is the driving force of that. Good. So positive good. That's positive good. news along the way, um, and what obviously has been a very trying time, a very difficult time for the Pagula family. Yeah, it was – how do I phrase this? It was you, – you knew it was something serious, right? But it was really scary because of how quiet it was. You know, no word at all, like what – at least publicly, what had happened, what was going on, and how she was doing. And eventually the Pagulas went about their business, right? Terry would show up at games – uh, Jessica Pagula was continuing her tennis career, right, and playing professionally. So it's, I'm glad that there's some good news apparently being shared by her. And I'll, when I, as soon as I get a chance, I'll read the uh, piece at the Players Tribune. But it also reminded me too. We're waiting to hear from Paul Reiser. If we hear from, him, we'll get him on the show. It reminded me of a piece I saw. It was it was in an Ohio newspaper. It was about Micah Hyde. I forget the name of the paper. I think it's Fostoria. Is it maybe where he's from in Ohio, and he goes back. I believe he goes back every off season, runs a camp for kids there. Anyway, long story short, the whole the Demar Hamlin story. Like again, here's a little more insight into what guys were thinking, and and Micah Hyde was talking specifically. What grabbed me was talking about when Hamlin first came back to the facility. And how, I want to say, I don't have the piece in front of me, but how important it was for the players. Like, it was important for DeMar Hamlin to be back in the facility, right, as part of his recovery process, as seeing his, his teammates, his brothers. And, and I'm sure that buoyed 
him, you know, and made him feel better about how he was doing at the time. But Hyde talked about how important it was for all the players. And he said, literally, every guy walked up to DeMar Hamlin to embrace him. It wasn't like a group, hey, great to have you back. It, it, it was so therapeutic, I guess, for Bill's players to see Hamlin in the building, but also to have that basically face-to-face, eye-to-eye, one-on-one contact to go up and just embrace him and welcome him back to the facility. And, of course, you know, he, he talked about watching it and, and everything players were thinking. We've heard some of those stories when DeMar Hamlin went down in Cincinnati. But I guess it – I don't know. It just it struck me as we I knew it affected them greatly, but him talking about what it meant to have Demar back and what it meant to have each guy have to individually express thanks and gratitude and love for Demar Hamlin really kind of struck me as, you know, I don't know, just all the behind the scenes stuff was going on. Yeah, all the stuff. And I get it. Look, Hyde also mentioned a couple things. One, he was going to play in the AFC Championship game if the Bills made it. Two, and maybe there should have been two, and that would whatever. You know, he did also bring up. The concept of by the time they hit the playoffs, like they were playing on fumes against Miami, and then again against Cincinnati, they fall behind, and he just said they had nothing left in the tank, which which I understand. I think part of that can also be maybe as a player, you wouldn't want to necessarily admit the other team was better than you. So, yep. but but I also know I don't think they're making it up just to cover themselves. It was Hyde said, and he's right, right. Never in his entire professional career or college career or high school, anything, has he experienced a draining season like this with everything that happened. I don't need to go through the list. We all know what it was. So I get that. And I, I guess it was interesting to read that. Again, I, I don't think that's why they lost to the Bengals. I think the Bengals were the better football team and thoroughly beat them in every aspect, including coaching. But here's another guy. I do understand what they're saying about how with everything they went through, by the end it was just mentally a challenge to just – get back in and practice again and play again, even though it was a playoff game. I, anyway, it's a good piece. It's in, if you did a Micah Hyde, Fostoria search, whatever, it's Fostoria newspaper will come up. It's, it's a free site. So it's worth reading when you get a chance. Well, this is a story like, to, I'm, I have read the whole thing. There's, there's a lot of layers to this. And from, as Jesse writes, Jesse Pagula, the Players Tribune, that basically that Terry woke up to him having cardiac, oh. in cardiac arrest and, they perform CPR until the paramedics got their restored heartbeat, and on and on it goes. And, you know, the, just how long they were in the ICU, in the hospital, all that. The other... By the I, way. Yeah. Thankfully, she got, as, as opposed to Demar Hamlin, the medical professionals were right there on the field when he goes into cardiac arrest. I'm going to guess there was some response time involved yeah. when they were treating uh, Kim Pagula. So thankfully the first responders were able to get there in, in a timely enough manner and be able to do whatever they had to do to make sure she was okay. And, and, you know, then treat her at the hospital. So anyway, go ahead. So one other paragraph in here that, you know, throughout this process and waiting to find out any news on Kim, cause it had kind of been out there as this, we know she had had a health emergency or a health issue and the family's been very quiet about it. And Jesse mm-hmm. writes, thank you for respecting our privacy. And, you know, every, every couple weeks, couple days, I would see a little bit of an online argument about whether or not knowing the information about what it, what has happened is newsworthy. Right? It's a family that's gone through a thing. However, people would point out and say, well, Jeez. as owner of the two teams, right. you know, there's a lot. There's a lot involved here. Isn't she officially president of the Sabres? Well, she's the president and owner of the Bills and Sabres. Okay. Sorry, I'm cleaning my throat here. Yep. So Jesse writes about this. 
really quickly. Like she did everything. Our family constantly told her how she needs to slow down, take time for herself. She was the woman behind my dad's success. My dad would happily admit that. She jumped into this journey with him and learned many lessons along the way, breaking a lot of barriers. She was the shift in culture, positivity, and the heartbeat of many of the employees. She gave everyone so much of her time and effort. She lived it and loved it, and it was felt by everyone she met. Now we come to the realization that all of that is most likely gone, that she won't be able to be that person anymore. Yeah, she is a key, of course, a key. Well, that was part of the whole in the discussion of privacy and what's going on and should we find out. She's obviously a key player in the day-to-day running of the franchises, right? And very much involved. Um, I mean, it seemed the stories seem to be more so with the Sabres over the years than the Bills, but very much involved with the day-to-day operations of the franchise. Um, so I think that was part of the discussion of when whatever happened happened. Should we find out what's going on? Because this is not someone who's, you know, not involved. This is not a an absentee owner, if you will, right? This is someone who is extremely hands-on with both franchises. So I'm glad to hear things are trending in the right direction. Good. And it's, you know, at this point, I guess it's like you just said, it doesn't sound like she'll return to that role. But at this point, you, you'd be happy and, she's alive and hopefully making progress, getting speech back and everything, whatever she needs to get back to function at a normal level as a human being. So that sounds like she's making progress. Yeah, on the business side, like PSA has made a couple of hires yeah. recently. Just so that might have been COO and, right. so and that... an EVP for the for the company, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, was it John Roth, right? I think has been was brought in to kind of oversee, and I'm sure maybe that is sure, maybe that is part of all of this. So nice to see. Appreciate the the heads up on that. Thank you. It's I mean it's tough to read. It's it's tough to read, it's tough to think of any family going through that yeah so i mean no i'm sorry i was just gonna say that's why i think the the hamlin story part of the hamlin story was i think the 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 severity of what he went through but also understood it struck me in two ways one thank god the people were there that were able to do what they needed to do as fast as they did two the severity of this is why you know whatever chances you have of suffering uh, of surviving cardiac arrest are directly impacted by how quickly do you get medical help? And if this was the whole, if the right, I don't know, right place at right time, you know what I mean? Um, he, if you have, you're going to have cardiac arrest, cardiac arrest. There's a bunch of medical professionals who have well, gone through practice to know exactly what to do as opposed to someone who suffers a heart attack in their home or in their office, you know, Yep. Is some, does someone there know CPR? Do you have the AED? Like all these things yeah. that are contributing to whether or not you survive. Well, Jesse wrote about how her sister, for a job that she was going for, had gotten her CPR certification Good. Good. Um, just months before. And she even writes in here, um, my sister gave her CPR until the ambulance arrived. She saved her life, even though she doesn't wow. like to take credit for such a terrible situation. She absolutely saved her life. And... Sorry to be reading most of this piece to you, but I mean, I feel like it's newsworthy, and I feel like you know, yeah. you, if you want to all go read the whole thing, you can. She wrote about the Hamlin, the night Demar Hamlin. Oh wow! Right. So in January, we come to some bizarre, messed up, full circle moment. Bills player Demar Hamlin suffers a cardiac arrest on the field. My stomach sunk because it felt like the exact same thing all over again. Mm-hmm. I was sitting on the bench for a tennis event in Sydney, Australia. I wanted to throw up. I was supposed to go on for mixed doubles in 15 minutes. I remember telling one of my teammates. I'm a little freaked out right now. This is too close to home, and I feel like I'm going to have a panic attack. I usually don't get too much anxiety, but the thought of what DeMar and his family were about to go through hurt my heart. 
I knew how important time was. I just kept thinking time, 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 time. I hope they get him back quick and quick enough. The medical staff and trainers who assisted that night really saved his life and were tremendous in his recovery. Mm. I ended up going on for mixed doubles, and we won. Wow. I don't know how you could even concentrate. Like, my mind would have been racing. That's incredible focus to be able to hear the news you get from home and to be able to go out and and try and concentrate on the tennis match he was playing at the time. Yeah, I would would have assumed there had to be the entire family must have gone through some really bad flashbacks when the DeMar Hamlin story unfolded. So um, hopefully she'll be okay. And like I said, I'm glad it sounds like she's trending in the right direction. Okay. Yes. So the person who is looking for that, I will try and find that Micah Hyde story. I probably should have saved it so I could tweet it out. Well, I mean, it's added into like it's it's been a year. What a crazy. I mean, really. It's been a year. And he went through it. Hyde did in this story. The the snowstorm, the moving of the home game, the blizzard, the tragic deaths. He even, he even also referenced, of course, the, the shooting in May um, at the tops. And everything that was going on in Buffalo related to football, not related to football. I mean, you couldn't – the stuff that happened – and, we've again, I've said we've never seen anything like it. So I, I do understand the, the backdrop to the, to the discussion of – you know, the Bills' tank was empty by the end of the season because they had mentally gone through so much. And even the high, the initial high of the good news of Hamlin, like maybe he gets out of the hospital in Cincinnati, he comes home, there's that almost like, almost like an adrenaline rush or a high from that, and it just feels like as the days went on, it became tougher and tougher for the Bills to be able to get stuff back mentally to have anything left in the tank. So whatever, it's it's an interesting read, and um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see, whatever. You know... I heard it's funny. I heard you guys yesterday. I di- I listened in because I want to hear what you guys were saying about the earthquake. Um, and I think the the guy who called in that segment brought up. And he said something about how he'll be happier next season when the Bills aren't the hyped up machine and they aren't you know everybody talking about them winning the Super Bowl and everything. And I don't know if he used under the radar because they wouldn't be under the radar. But the idea of maybe there'll be less people like myself going into the season thinking, oh yeah, they are the number, they are the best roster in the league. And they are the Super Bowl favorite. And after the first month, I was completely convinced that I was correct in both of those notions. Isn't the main reason you want that so you can shout at the people that said that so they were they were wrong? Shout at you want to be underdogs so that then oh. when you win, you can yell at the people that said you were underdogs. It's just, nobody it's, expected it's them just, to win. That's what Chiefs fans are doing today. Oh yeah, Chiefs fans have spent the last week talking about how oh people picked them to miss the playoffs after the Tyreek oh, trade. They were they were going to miss the playoffs. Man. They were going to have to rebuild. Oh, you want to be doubted so you can shout at the doubters. Great. So if the Chiefs win Sunday, we're going to hear the spiel of people. It already happened. We're going to hear the nobody it's, thought we would make the playoffs spiel. It's already currently I even, happening. I didn't even see that. I haven't currently seen that happening. from anybody. All right, I didn't know that. More context on the another reason for the Eagles to win Sunday night. On the, I think I'm rooting for the Chiefs. By the way, ah, yeah, I can't. He says he's wearing his Chiefs red hoodie today. I don't know why. It's the Color Rush Bills hoodie. Uh yeah, I can't. I, I cannot. I, I definitely know. I will not have any problems. Not that I'm a big Philly fan. I'm going to be rooting for the Eagles in this game. No question about it. I hope the Chiefs lose. I don't know. We all end up getting tied up in narratives and rooting for and mm-hmm. against narratives. And if the Eagles win, what will it be? Well, just they built the perfect team, yeah. rookie quarterback, rookie contract, that kind of stuff. Yeah, like the, the yeah, it'll be. I think a lot of the credit will go to the GM. As I mean, he should. did hire Nick Sirianni for one thing, but he made the trade for AJ Brown. He brought in Hassan Reddick. I mean, they the, they put together a name a position 
lines, secondary, quarterback, wide receiver, running backs, Miles Sanders, name a position, tight end, and they have a really talented roster. Will they pay Hurts? Uh, I was going to ask you about that because um, I read a piece about, well, Daniel Jones is unrestricted, but this offseason, is Burrow getting the deal? I don't think Miami would do the big deal with Tua. Lamar Jackson, who else? Justin Herbert, right? He could get the big contract this offseason. Add Hurts in. There could be four, five big quarterback deals this offseason. I wonder what – I don't know what Philly will do. I wonder if, if all these teams are going to sit around waiting for somebody to be the first team to sign their guy. Because the market's going to be what? $50 million-ish? AAV fifty million for Hertz. I mean, Who's, like, are they going to sit around? Are the Chargers waiting for Burrow to sign? Are the Bengals waiting for the Chargers to give their guy a deal? I don't think Miami extends to it now. He's under the fifth year option. They don't have to do a thing, right? Is Baltimore just going to? Is it just franchise tag if Lamar stays in Baltimore? I feel like we're waiting on the Chargers or the Bengals to figure out one of those two contracts. Well, Jackson. I mean, Jackson could really reset it if he gets away from Baltimore. I mean, there was a report a couple days ago, that they are more than $100 million apart yeah, in that. guarantees. Yeah. If he gets traded and signed somewhere for $250 million guaranteed, that'll then be multiple quarterbacks who have done that. Mm-hmm. And isn't Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts going to have just as good a case to say that mm-hmm. I should also get a fully guaranteed contract? I'm sure the agents will ask. I would. At 50-plus million? If the precedent's now being set, yeah. Yeah, I just I'm still hurts by man, the way. If I'm Baltimore, I just trading Lamar is just a you might you're just starting all over again, right? What are you doing at quarterback? Hurts I think is a little different in that he is because he was a second round pick. He's technically going into a contract year, although I guess Burrow is the same thing. Yeah. Um, there's no fifth year option for Hurts. Right, there, that's the difference. Where Herbert there's a fifth year option, Burrow so they can say, hey, we want a fully guaranteed contract, and the Bengals, if they want to play hardball because they're cheap, say, nah, we'll do fifth-year option, then franchise tag, and we'll see. We'll we'll do a two-year negotiation and get you down on that. The Eagles, they only have the one franchise tag to use on Hurts, and do they want that to get ugly with him because their timeline is shorter? Yeah. Back to the Players' Tribune piece from Jesse Pagula. Just a real quick thought on this. The Players' Tribune is such a great avenue for mm-hmm. athletes to use. Yeah, the Deion Dawkins piece is It is consistently really excellent. Yeah. And this is a little bit – I like to make this point a lot. When it comes to Stefan Diggs not talking to the media after the game, you can – if you are someone that wants to get upset with that, you can. If Stefan Diggs wants to tell you exactly how he feels right now, today, he has so many Social different media. ways to do it. Right. You know, he – You could say you want the leadership of someone that's going to stand there and be accountable and answer questions, and I'm not saying that you are wrong. Just that if you are a professional athlete, you are your own brand, you are whatever you might want to be. I mean, Jesse Pagula could have answered any of these questions in a press conference if she was pushed on it, or she could say, I'm going to take the time that I need and say my words words when I'm comfortable in the sentence structure and paragraph structure, my voice, all these things. These athletes... Whether it's an Instagram post, a notes app, a Twitter, the Players Tribune, wherever it might be, they have the ability to control their own message. And there's a ton of value in that, no matter who you are. If you're anybody that has anything public to say, controlling your own message is important. Right. As opposed to just getting on somebody else's terms. If Diggs had gone, put it this way if Diggs had gone to the podium and 
been needled with a bunch of questions. He might have said some things he regrets, and he means only in that moment. I mean, Josh Allen was needled about this offense. doesn't look like a Super Bowl offense, and his answer was just, okay. And you couldn't just see in his body language. He just he, he, If he'd been pressed on that ten times, maybe he has the deep breath, get out of that room, and go punch a wall. Yeah. Maybe some guys don't have that deep breath. They just want to punch the wall. Micah Hyden, Jordan Poyer, after the Patriots' win game. Oh, yeah. Right? It's all these questions. Offended yeah. right. by yeah. the questions. Yeah. And they have a right to get offended. And we have a right to react to that. But that's why, for me, I think you know the guys, the men and women asking questions, they have a job to do. Unfortunately for them, the players don't have to answer on their terms anymore. They can answer on their own terms. Yeah. And yeah. I think the Players' Tribune is a – Tremendous asset for any athlete that wants to use it, whether it's a positive piece from Dawkins. Dawkins has written about the team. He's written about the community. Jesse Pagula here. On and on. Um, thinking about... Well, you can also get a, a very important I? message out, too, right? On a social subject. Go ahead. Who, who's... Help me, Joe. Belgian striker. Not in my head right now. Romelu I can't. Lukaku? Yes. Lukaku, a piece before the World Cup, two World Cups ago unbelievable piece in the Players' Tribune about his message and why he wanted to win for Belgium and, you know, what it was like growing up as a member of the Belgium. It was just you are able to get such a deeper message across than anywhere else. I think there are two things that are important here, and you brought them up both. One is brand, and one is what you just mentioned, the deeper message. Because the brand, more than ever, right, in this day and age, Yes, athlete. I mean, athletes have always been business businesses, right? Individual businesses to an extent, but the brand, the marketing, well, the, the money—it's very important. In and this, in this day and age, that can help you in terms of managing your brand, especially if you're a higher profile guy. Well, again, like I think a lot of times, brand is used to make fun of people. Like, oh, it's my brand. All your brand is is your public perception. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about this for digs, but it's your livelihood too. I mean, you're sure. Diggs, one of the things Stefan Diggs has done since coming to Buffalo, he's he's decided to be more of it. He is a, one of the stars of the Pro Bowl. Yeah. He wants to be there. He doesn't want to skip out on that. He wants to be there. He wants people to know his name. He probably wants to go to the Hall of Fame, right? Mm -hmm. Like These guys have big aspirations, and sometimes your brand is just, you know, it wouldn't be so bad if people thought about me more. Tom Brady, of course, wrote the book on this. So did Aaron Rodgers. These two go he back goes and forth. overboard. Rodgers and Brady every day competing for who can be talked about more. But, you know, how do you make the Hall of Fame? Everybody knows your name. Everybody knows you produce, you're present all the time. And, I, you know, sometimes I think that the brand stuff gets labeled in such a negative context when it's just a person wanting to control their own image, which anybody in a public life would like to do. Yeah. Well, public perception, right. And if you feel you're being slighted or there's something wrong with what is coming out with your public perception, your avenue to change that is social media. But again, even like the thing I like about, like you mentioned, uh, the thing that's nice about Players' Tribune is it's a deep dive. It's not a few characters on a tweet or a thread. It's a typically a long-form article that covers a lot of stuff, right? You put a lot of thought into this, and, and Deion Dawkins writes really thoughtful, amazing pieces at the Players' Tribune. That's not something that, by the way, unless you get a reporter to sit down with someone and really, like, let's sit down for a nice, in-depth, 
half hour Q&A. Typically that doesn't happen. You know, when reporters talk to these guys, it's a five minute conversation in a locker room. You get your quotes, you get your sound clips, you move on to the next guy. So the Players' Tribune is a way for them to get something out, too, in long form, which is typically not going to happen through print or radio or television. It is the only avenue, really, I think, where they get that kind of depth and, out. And even that, even if it's a 30-minute interview, it's a one-on-one, you're going to interview with... Still, it's edited. It's edited. Unless it's, you run the whole thing, it's, it's written. Yeah. It's written as a story. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just the only way to really tell your own stories to tell it yourself. Sure, you're answering the questions that the interviewer is coming up or with. Or even too. if you right, steer it in directions, it'll be they take this part and put this before this and this before mm-hmm. that. Sure. And like, well, I, I might not have said it that way or meant it that way. So, Players' Tribune, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. And uh, kudos to Jesse for, um, you know, the strength to write that piece and... All of it that comes with it. It's um, it's a it's a big revelation. It's a like a, a metaphor. It's an earthquake in Buffalo sport in Buffalo today. Like this is a a monstrous story, and yeah. the Pagulas wanted that privacy until they were ready, and apparently they're at least ready to share the, some of the details of it. Well, and again, I mean, you're, I'm already seeing this, this is kind of the byproduct of Demar Hamlin, right? The awareness of CPR training. I've already seen you know some people that I follow on Twitter talking about. I'm definitely signing up for CPR training. You know and does this not answer a question? Here's a, here's a question that happened when Demar happened. Why hasn't Terry talked about it? Yeah, boy, this is an answer to that Ooh, question. Yeah. It's a big answer. Yeah, that's how could you talk about that's it? That's really tough. I don't know how you, you lived it. it. Yeah, and I don't wouldn't want, I don't think I would want to. T- there's a there's an element of good to share the story, but it's for me it would be such a personal thing. I don't think I would right. want to and talk about even, it. Even you can't even in that scenario say, hey, no questions about Kim. Only ask about Demar and cardiac arrest. Right. It's hard. How's he? How's he going to speak on that? Yeah. So yeah. that that answers that question. Yeah. Yeah, that that'd be really difficult to to discuss. I think if I'm him, I wouldn't do it. Eight oh three oh five fifty to join us when we get back. We are going through off season previews for teams on the Bills schedule. We're in the NFC East. We're going to leave the Eagles for now. They're kind of busy playing Sunday. So the Giants are up next. They've got some big decisions this off season. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. Free agents. We'll tap in under that in a moment, and uh, you can join us too on WGR. Hey, we've got tickets to give away to go see Brian Adams. Uh, this is going to be the So Happy It Hurts tour, featuring special guest Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I've actually heard of Joan Jett and the Blackhearts uh, and Brian Adams. So this is going to be at uh, Key Bank Center Tuesday, June thirteenth. Tickets are courtesy of Live Nation. They are on sale right now. Uh, Ticketmaster.com But we're going to try and give away A couple pairs here So let's clear out the contest lines If you want to try and win a pair of tickets Call 221-4947 Okay, 221-4947 Joe will give a pair of tickets out to caller 5 And another pair to caller 6 221-4947 If you don't win tickets today We will have more to give away the rest of the week So uh, stay tuned for more chances to win uh, For the Brian Adams Show All right. We're going to reschedule our Giants thing, uh, so we'll get back uh, to that another day. You had some exciting news you wanted to share with our audience this morning. I do have some exciting news to share. Um, remember that whole name a plow contest? I do. We talked about it on the show. We were coming up with some ideas. Yeah. Some, some really good ideas were tweeted into us. I mean, it's February 7th, by the way, and we're just finally getting around to finish. How many more times will it snow? Mm-hmm. Knowing mm-hmm. this winter, like five think, more times. I think this is where How I said times has one- it? One year I said we were done with snow, and I think that came back to Has it snowed four times? 
Well, you know, blizzard. Since the blizzard. We what didn't do we count as snow? Much. Two events: the blizzard and. I mean, is it just that anything under six inches? We, I don't even count anymore because we, we've we been. We would have had an under think, six inch recently, right? We had a little snow. What was it? A few inches a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they only last for two days, and then if, everything melts. If I don't see grass, it is it is okay. snowed. So well, anyway, that would be my qualification. Really? So the name of plow contest. I'm going to actually loop this all the way back around about the Bills too, and about winning the Super Bowl. I submitted. 20 names in the plow contest. That's a lot. Yeah. There was no cap. I guess you could no, say No, just kept going. Some yeah. from listeners, just everyone. So a listener may have come up with this, or my, I may have, but I'm not sure. I submitted Plow Puzzlesny. I like that one. Plowered Simon. Blizzo. Um, Blizzo. Darth Blader, which I think they picked. Blizzo was great. I didn't remember that. <laughs> yeah, Blizzo was my favorite one. <laughs> I actually like Darth Blader. Yeah. So anyway, they, they picked all their plow names, and I hmm. went through the list, and like, okay, there, there they are. I got an email. One of your names was selected. I didn't even re- remember I That's submitted this exciting. one. Because after all the sports ones that we did, I decided like anything I could think of. So I got an email that said, your name was picked. Would you like a picture with your truck? Hell yeah! That was my answer. Of course! Of, of course I would like a picture with the truck. You're famous. So the one that I've been given credit with naming is going to be called Flake Effect. <laughs> all right. I, I like Darth Blader that's more, what I'm, but so that's okay. Th- this is how we circle that's not back. my first choice. This is how we circle back to the Bills. It's your best doesn't always win. No. Sometimes it might be your 10th best. Yeah. People voted for it, and it won. I would have picked Plow Puzlesny. Okay, so you're going to let us see your board. Yeah. Your board had Plow Puzlesny higher than Flake Effect. What I'm saying is the team that wins the Super Bowl for the Bills, we might think it's a, like their fourth best team of a decade. Yeah. You might think that the 13 seconds team is way better than the team that won the Super Bowl, but the team that wins, wins. Yeah. So, yeah, Flake Effect is the name okay. of the plow. I'll be getting my picture with my plow. I don't know if they let me drive it. I don't think so. I, I feel like that might be a lawsuit issue. Well, that's probably right. There's probably not going to want they're, to drive. They're applying the names to all the plows, and I feel like I should reach out and ask about more style options. Can style I, options? Like ra- a logo? Racing stripes, logos. Yeah, I think you should have a logo. Um. Isn't this like the World War II planes, like Memphis Bell? They would have a slogan, yeah. and then Memphis Bell had like some pinup, right? Some I think the, pin-up the, the, the plows should should have that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah. I believe you should have something, some design to go with the name of the plow. So, so you're, you're only allowed to win one time, I assume. You can't, like, you wouldn't have had a second nomination win. You're limited to one winning choice. How many plows did they end up naming? Did they say? I think it was like seventy. Okay. See if I can talk to Amherst. Maybe name some plows out here. I mean, Plowards. It was, it was all Erie County. Oh, it's all Erie. It was oh, Erie County. Okay, I thought it was the city of Buffalo plows. No, nope, all, right. all Erie County. All right. So, and then I think you also. I, I said to you in the break, you should be able to have here. I've got to see if you can hop on your own plow. The, your plow flake effect should plow your street. I don't know among if that's other gonna, streets. Let's, here's some of the winners. Stefan digs you out. Made it. Snowby one Kenobi. <laughs> cute um ice force one i do like that one a lot ice force one yep air force one got it burrito huh burrito Burrito. matt burrito no burrito matt burrito no all right go ahead Mm, betty whiteout plowy mcplow face did make it whoa 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 whoa. han snolo plow face made it darth blader did make it dwight d eisenplower 
feel like I... As a fan of presidential trivia, I do like that. I thought I might have submitted that one, too. Di- Dwight D. Pleasant? Eisenplower? Yeah, I mean, That's really I was good. going with anything I could to try and get something through. And Flake Effect, there it is. Wow. I, am, I was almost Mr. Irrelevant. It would appear that the last plow in <laughs> got 99 votes, and mine was 102. So I was second to last for Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Just Irrelevant, made it. Well, Mr. Irrelevant is Goo Goo Plow. Goo Goo Plow? What the hell's Goo Goo Plow? Plowy McPlower? Snowy McPlowington is there. Plow- Plowy McPlower is not as good as Plow Puzlesny. I, I agree. Plow Puzlesny should have been and a, a first ballot. And in a town that loves the Bills, there's no other... Did you mention it? Were there Bills-related names in there at all? On uh, the list you went through? Yes. Tredavious White got in here. It's Tredavious Whiteout. Okay. Was that's, named. That's all right. Um, other Doable. Bills. Oh, Diggs. You had mentioned Diggs right off the top. Yeah. Austin, Stephon Diggs you out. Austin Plowers. Hippoplautimus. Sir Scrapes a lot. Ooh, we like I think Sir ooh, Scrapes a lot. I like that one a lot. <laughs> it's it's creative. Yeah. I gotta tell you, the only one that really disappointed me was the plowy one. It's don't that was just I don't know. It seems silly. The others put some thought into it. Plowy McPlowy doesn't really seem to take a lot of thought. Like Dwight D. Eisenplower. You gotta put some serious thought and some time into these names to somehow come up with a Dwight D. Eisenplower should probably not ch- just jump into the front of your brain. I feel like that would take some effort. I think you award effort and creativity in this. Plowy McPlower, whatever the hell it was. It's just there's no effort into that. That's something I would think of. All right, Extendo Sports coming up in a moment. Extra point show coming up top of the hour as well. Stay tuned for that on WGR. Modern day game does not impress me. It's super easy when you don't get hit as a quarterback and when you can't reroute receivers. And when you can't hit guys across the middle, I love Tom Brady. I love Aaron Rodgers. I love these guys. It's not impressive. Trent Dilfer. I, I'm not sure I have a response for that one. I'm, I'm a little bit puzzled here. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say. Not impressed by Is there by a nuanced point I'm missing, or is he just crazy? I mean, Brady said, he's crazy. Brady said this year the level of play in the NFL is not what it used to be. Didn't he say that last year too? Probably. I thought he said like just he's not happy with how things look around the league. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Brady and Rogers are pretty good at what they do. <laughs> I was just about to ask you this question. All right. I want you to admit something to me. I want you to admit that when I first started pointing out that Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are relentlessly competing to be talked about on the morning talk shows, you thought I was nuts. I did, yes. And now what do you think? Well, I've just learned that uh, as I, we look up at ESPN, the discussion they're having on Get Up is this. Aaron Rodgers was a guest speaker at an astrological event. And is that topping? <laughs> and you said yesterday, I can't wait to see what Rodgers comes up with after the so Brady you got underwear. A new game. You, come on. You have a new game. This is, we're, we're, all, <laughs> we're all players in this game. Sunday, Aaron Rodgers won a golf tournament. Uh-huh. Monday, Tom Brady sends an underwear picture online. You gotta, you gotta get him off the television. I need to get Tom Brady. I would have thought, what's Rogers gonna do today? So they're trying to top each other at this point. Every single day. Yeah. Rogers is gonna start a new rumor about being traded here or here. It was Vegas. Oh, the, the, the stuff day, over the weekend the, from the golf tournament about clips on Twitter because fans are tweeting this team and that team and Vegas and Devontae Adams and um, what was it? I'm not going to the Niners. Clip. I mean, it was ridiculous. Man, he's really two. he's going deep a deep pull early though. He's going with astrological, astrological event. event. Yep. He's got like ten cards still to play. Demanding a trade, 
calling out Packers management when he is traded. Uh, take ah, Rogers at some point funny. this offseason will just take a picture with a member of another team and like Ooh. yeah yeah that's the he's gonna like he's gonna like a tweet from yep. you know Sauce Gardner and of course Brady he, he's running he, out of cards what's he supposed to do after retiring well there's the underwear picture oh then God. there's the what about Tom you just you you your heart's not on the game oh I don't I wouldn't say that I I still do want to play here's the quote from Brady just yesterday. There's going to always be a part of me that wants to play and part of me that, you know, feels like I can play. Yeah. So I think for me it's more just it's going to end at some point. I think now is the time. It's not that I can't do it. It's not that I wouldn't want to do it. Mm. It's that I wouldn't be excited to play. Oh, sorry. It's not that I wouldn't be excited to play. He would be excited. I love playing. So all those things. I still want to. I would be excited to. And I can. So why isn't he? So why are you retiring? I'm, I'm not sure. Is it so? And what if he gets excited in two months? Is it possible? We're going to have Ed Werder, like you used to with Brett Favre, like chasing Brady around. And like Favre was like in a pickup truck, right? He used to harass <laughs> yeah, him, like, right. hey, you coming back? And he'd be like, eh, you know, I don't know. I bet by the summer we're going to be on Brady, Brady Return Tracker. Brady of course. Watch. Of course. Now I have two questions. Okay, I can remember one I wanted to bring up about Aaron Rodgers. I guess two. I'll try and remember the second. So the next story on Ro- now now the Rodgers now we don't have the sound up on ESPN we only have we're looking at the screen perhaps he went to an astrological event to see if that could help direct him to which team he wants to play for they said he was a speaker oh he was speaking he was a speaker I thought maybe he at was an looking astrological for event some indication from the stars about where the, his next team should be what is an astrological event I mean. Something with what? It's like astrology, right? Like this stuff that it's way over my head and what it is actually. But he was talking about like you it... see your destiny in the stars type of type of type of stuff, right? Yeah. Which that I mean, is he going to do that? He's like, you know, I'm going to see what the what are the constellations tell me next month, and that'll decide Maybe. which my next team is. He's going to have like a it's going to be LeBron's the decision on ESPN, but it's going to be. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers just looking up at the sky and deciding uh, what the sky's telling him to do. I figured out what the next story is. Someone's There's going to be a story at some point about Rodgers house hunting in a certain town. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he supposedly oh, building a house real in estate Tennessee market. or yep. something? He did that. Wasn't that a year ago? Or what? He, he actually yes. did build a house in Tennessee? He, built, Listen, he has a house in Nashville. The, the first thing that's going to happen, he does have to do this. He has to go on and say he didn't cheat at Pebble. I mean, the fact that it's a story. <laughs> he should be asked every day for the rest of the offseason what if is he your cheated handicap? at Pebble. What is your handicap? Is yeah. it is it are you a ten? Are He's, they in the match again this year? They haven't announced the field yet, have they? I didn't think they announced the field yet for that. For the match? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. That's like a off season event. Yeah, no, they haven't announced it. Um no, they have. Woods and McElroy against Justin Thomas and oh, Jordan. It's Spieth. all golfers, yes. Not, no, but not, yeah, yeah the, I, I thought you meant celebrity the, match. The other match. With the four like the four quarterbacks last year. Let's have it be Brady and Rodgers again. It's going to be Brady and Rodgers again. Even though Brady retired, right? Don't you think it's there? Who else could you? Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow has to be in now. Does he even golf? Who cares? Is he too cool for he's golf? T- he's so cool he's got to be in. Listen, I would just yeah, watch the outfits too cool he No, golf. he can't be too cool for golf. If he cares that much about fashion, he's going to love That's golf. That's right. You would tune in just to see what he wears. So Joe Burrow gets my vote. If you're going four quarterbacks again. Well, I'll have to see what Brady and Rodgers have in store for us today. Is Josh Allen invited To, of course, back? never leave the public consciousness. 
You thought I was crazy. I, I, but then again, in my defense, I tend to think that about a number of things you bring up on the mm-hmm. show. Now I realize it's very you're true. A lot smarter and than I. <laughs> these, these two, can't, these two well, you can't go five minutes. No, and they're I think in front honestly, of a- this is this is right up there with your who's going to be shown on the telecast of tonight's football game discussion. You need to come up with the game of what's next from Rodgers Listen, and what's next well, from Well, and Brady. also, they're both in front of microphones all the time. Brady's got his podcast, and Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show like four yeah, times right. a week. I mean, yeah. I might as well lean all the way in, which is what I've done, which is what I told you. I thought that Brady's agent might have been the guy that bought the $90,000 jar of sand. Oh, my God. Just because, like, hey. That's funny. Hey, go, Tom's like, would you buy that sand for me? <laughs> Just to make another story? Another, we need a big headline out of this. Well, is see, it impossible he orchestrated a fake retirement one year ago? To the he, day. To the day. He wouldn't go this far with it. He probably loves planning a fake retirement you know, you and convincing know people that he's actually he, retired. He's not going to Fox for another year. You know what so would be you never know. just hilarious is if someone in Brady's inner circle placed a bet, like you and I betting on Howard here. I'm like, <laughs> I'll bet I can get him to unretire. How are you going to do that? Every time we talk, I'm going to talk how we can't play anymore. <laughs> Every time I see him. Hey, hey, man! Just you know to it's make cool. Him angry? No, I would just sneak it in there. Like, I'm really excited for the season. It's too, it's too bad you can't play anymore. Um, you know, or you don't want to. Oh, no, that you don't want to. He would be at a training camp on opening day. My buddy says I can't play. I'm going to prove that guy wrong. Oh dear Lord, prevent! I'm going to prove that. Wait to the. This guy said I couldn't play anymore. He snapped at Jim Gray. He does a show with Jim Gray for twenty. Okay, but that was orchestrated, right? We think he dropped an f bomb. This no, this is the new one. Oh, this, oh, this, is, is, new this one. was last week's one. This week he snapped at Jim Gray okay. and laughed well, at the s- idea that he couldn't play anymore. He snapped at him pre-retirement too. Yes, he did. Tom's a little edgy these days. He snapped and said, "I'll know when it's time." A week later, oh, he said, God. "It's time." So then Jim Gray said, "Okay, so you decided it's time. Your heart's not in it." And he said, "That's not what I said, Joe." Here's. <laughs> He has no idea what he wants. Joe, you said this earlier. Here's the nightmare scenario. It's going to be Edward or in the offseason doing a weekly what is Tom Brady up to moment. And then if he doesn't sign and camp opens, anytime there's a quarterback injured anywhere in the league in training camp, it's going to be what's Tom Brady thinking? Right. Maybe it doesn't happen organically, but how about let's use San Francisco and Miami. Quarterback injury in either one of those places. Brady. They are following Brady every single day. Which is why and asking about whether back. he would come back to Miami or San Francisco. So the story will not go away even if it doesn't come back in the offseason. It'll come back at some point. I mean, my question would be, why is he waiting till 2024 for the Fox deal? Right. Like, That's is he a- really – is he going to, for a year, do nothing? Because last year – Not just a year, Joe. That's like a year and a half. Year and a half. Last year, he couldn't – he couldn't stay away from football with, okay. for a month without getting bored. Because he would miss football too much. He needs a year's separation completely away from the game and not even but think about doesn't it. doesn't that increase... That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't know, that increase the chance that he'll miss he'll it even more back. and he'll come back? But why, why else would you... Isn't he taking a year off to see if anything else interests him instead? Oh, dear. To see if it's, he can... Oh, instead oh, that, of broadcasting. I'm okay with that. Can he be a GM? Can he be a part owner? Can he find his way somewhere instead? He can do that. That means he's not on my television every Sunday. Yeah, waiting until, what, September of 2024? Right. That's the plan? That is so far away. Dude, do we want to bet on whether or not he actually makes it that far? He won't make it that far. He's never going to be on Fox. You don't think he'll ever be on Fox? No. 
He's either going to come back this – well, he could come back and then go on Fox in 24. He's not. He's going to find something else he's going to do. He's going to, like, gonna run for governor or something. See? See? <laughs> he's never going to be There is a presidential election coming up. There's no doubt he's eventually going to run for office. That is a guarantee. Uh, guarantee. Guarantee? I can see yes, the TB12 posters in my head. Yes. Really? I don't know. Another wager between Jeremy and Joe. I'll put it up on the board. Oh, we'll – Will he ever run for office? Yes. Or will he ever win a seat? Oh, run. I don't know about that. I think run for office. Run for office? Answer. Add it to the board. Or at least he'll... Boy, I'll, I'll say he'll joke about it first, but then he will do it. He's going to run for office. We should probably let the boys start their show uh, since it's 10 o'clock. So Joe and Sal are ready to bring the Extra Point show to you. And then Rogers will have to run for office, of course. Against him. Yes. Different district. They'll, 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 they'll clash. Look forward to you coming up the next two days with what comes next. For me coming up with it. They're going to do it for me. Yeah. Go ahead, Rogers. Get right. on McAfee today and call out Josh Allen for cheating at golf. So Rogers went to an astrological event. What event does Brady go to to top Rogers going to an astrological an event? An underwear convention. It's a model. All right, next to Point Show. It's ready to go. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.